Welcome to the Vacationeers Theme Parks and More podcast. Join us as we discuss vacation planning, reporting, and reviews on vacations ranging from Disney and theme parks to cruising and beach getaways with everything in between. So grab your passport, a fast pass, and an umbrella drink because the show's about to begin. And now, without any further delay, here is your ghost host, Vacationeer Tom. Welcome to episode 115 of the Vacationeer Theme Parks and More podcast. I'm your host, Tom, joined alongside my panel of Joanna. Are you ready to ride? I'm ready to ride. Ready to ride, indeed. This episode oh, is such a very, 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 very special episode. This is like back in the '80s, those sitcoms, sitcoms, on a very special episode of you know, family or facts of life. Two oh, talks, uh, yeah, talks about, yeah, uh, talks about rape Teen or something. Pregnancy. Yeah, <laughs> something. <yeah. laughs> that was the next one. <laughs> They were out. Yeah, they're always a very special episode. But this one is a very special episode. Someone who I have been listening to uh, for the last, what year are we in? 2021. Like 11 years or so. Since like 2009 is on the podcast, on this very podcast. It, it is so exciting. Matt Hotchberg, you may know him from before. And, and the, in, the introduction will, uh, I'll say all of this uh, again. I guess I'll just repeat it. But I started listening to him in 2009. Uh, WDW today and uh, fantastic. He does now the Royal Caribbean blog podcast and he has the YouTube and he has all this stuff, uh, you know, the, the blog itself too. Um, and oh man, oh, such a huge, huge fan. So, uh, you know, I reached out to him, asked him if he wanted to come on because I have a dilemma, you know, these, my, um, <laughs> my uh, free cruise I have for Royal Caribbean. I figured, Hey, who better to help me with my Royal Caribbean dilemma than the expert himself, Matt Hotchberg, who, you know, hosts the Royal Caribbean blog. I mean, there's, you can't go, you can't go any higher than that. So I reached out to him, uh, on a hope and a prayer that he'd come on and literally like within an hour, <laughs> it was all set up. It was like, it was the most amazing thing ever. Like it's so quick, so easy. And, uh, thank you so much, Matt. Uh, if you're listening, what a great time. So we're going to play the interview in its entirety. It's about an, it's about an hour. And, uh, Joanna, you haven't heard it yet, so you'll hear it. And then we'll, uh, after the interview, We'll come back and uh, we'll discuss it. So without further delay, here you go, Matt Hodgeberg. All right. I'd like to welcome to the podcast a very special guest, Matt Hodgeberg. You may know him as the former host of the WDW Today from, uh, we'll get into this in a second because I, I did some Googling. I couldn't find the actual start date of that podcast, but we'll get into that in a second, to January 2016. But you now know him from RoyalCaribbeanBlog.com, Royal Caribbean Blog Podcast, as well as the Royal Caribbean Blog YouTube channel. He does a live stream every Monday night at 7.30 p.m. Eastern. Hello, sir, and welcome to the podcast. Tom, thanks for having me on here. It's a pleasure. Oh, man, I am such a huge fan. Like I said, going back to 2009, I was planning my first family Disney vacation uh, in 2010. (laughs) <laughs> and I found you guys and, oh man, I fell in love and I, and I wrote in a nice question. I sent that sucker in in a short 13 months later, it was answered right on the podcast. <laughs> Must've been a record. <laughs> Only 13 months. My goodness. We were really on the, we were really on the ball then. I'm going to pat myself on the back. <laughs> and that, that's absolutely hilarious because I only interacted with you a couple times. So I sent you an email a long time ago about moving to Florida and you responded back and it was a, you know, a nice email with a lot of detail. I was like, wow, that's really nice of them. And then, uh, to ask you to come on to this podcast, you replied real quick. And like within an hour of a couple emails, it was scheduled. I mean, it was so easy, so quick, so amazing. 
And then you think, well, yeah, that WDW today, man, they were backlogged like crazy. <laughs> yeah. Well, I have a like OCD about email in my inbox. Like I just have to read it. Like I can't, I'm not the kind of person who can just bypass. Like yeah. I either got to read it, delete it, archive it, whatever the case may be, but yeah. I can't like leave it unread. Like it just, it, it, but the, the podcast with WWT, I mean, we had so many emails that were just, <laughs> I mean, we couldn't keep up. We used to try to do episodes just to get rid of the backlog and that would generate more episodes. <laughs> it yeah, I remember. My Lord. Yeah. You guys are always talking. You, you're, uh, uh, I'm going on a trip soon. <laughs> I was, I was code for, they already went on their trip and they're back already. Yeah. They've gone two trips since, but that's okay. We're going to answer the question anyway. Right. Right. Oh. Somebody else, but not them. <laughs> Yeah, fantastic. So let me ask you, so what year did WDW Today begin? Because I looked and I couldn't find anywhere where it said it. And then when I went to like the streaming services, it won't go back. Like no. at a certain point, it just stops. Like, ah. Oh. <laughs> it was, I, gosh, as when you mentioned at the top, I, was it 05 or 06? It wasn't any later than that. I want to say 05. I think like right around Labor Day 05, because we took Labor Day off, and someone was like, "What happened, to you guys? Why did you stop <laughs> recording?" We're like, "We took the day off. It's Labor Day. Where's my episode?" So then we never took another day off. Yeah. Um, I'm pretty sure it was. I think it was 05. Yeah, that sounds about right because obviously the way that things went later on. Um, I think it was. I think it was September 05. Uh, we had started it. Yeah, that's fantastic, and I loved the fact that they were three times a week, and they were like 15, 20 minutes long, very short. Get yep. in and out. And, uh, oh man, it was so great. In fact, well, Joanna was supposed to be on tonight. And when, when the zombie apocalypse episode came out, I had her listen to that because, you know, she's, she doesn't listen to podcasts, but I was like, oh, you have to listen to this one. Cause this is fantastic. And I went to find it to see what number it was. And again, you know how that is, well, you can't find it, but there was a, um, the, the new guys came out and then they re-released the episode the guy says it was episode 837. However, in your intro, you say it's 836. But regardless, it was February 2011. If you can, well, I guess you can. You can Google it, the Zombie Apocalypse, WW Today, and you can listen to that original episode. My Lord, so good, so good. And, you know, it was the first time since probably, well, I guess 2016 that I heard that opening. Give us 15 minutes. We'll give you the world. Oh, my. It took, it, I've listened to that like hundreds of times through all those episodes from 2009 to 2016. I was like, wow, that is amazing. <laughs> yeah, that's a, uh, <laughs> I mean, honestly, I haven't heard the intro in a really long time. Even when we're recording it, I re I didn't edit it. Mike Newell edited it. Oh, so okay. I, rarely heard it and I rarely would listen to the, I would listen <laughs> to the episodes here and there, but like, you know what I mean? It's been a while, obviously. And oh, I think yeah. the original intro, we outsourced it to somebody. I don't know who the heck recorded it. And then <laughs> it got changed uh, in the last quarter or seven eighths of the of the podcast <laughs> lifetime uh we had a, a good friend of the show re-record it and it was you know it's good i mean but it was um yeah we wanted basically to have episodes we we podcasting was really big in 05 it really hit the fan that was the early days of pod. now it's it's had a resurgence obviously yeah, yeah. but um we just like we didn't we hated episode a uh, podcast that were like an hour long i could just never bring myself to listen to an hour-long episode of a podcast like they're just i i think we just wanted to have like Easy in, easy out. Here's the just the facts, ma'am. Yeah, let's do it. And that was our style because that's what we liked. Obviously, there's many styles out there. There's nothing wrong with doing yeah. long form, but it wasn't our style. So we wanted. We actually tried to do like five minutes. I think only like one episode <laughs> ever was five minutes. But here's the joke. 
whenever we recorded an episode and the zombie apocalypse was one where we were like uh what should we talk about tonight i don't know i don't know i don't know 10 minutes later zombie apocalypse but the inside joke was if we ever no matter what we recorded as long as we got five minutes we're done <laughs> that's good we, enough we the minimum, that's what they signed up for that's what they get <laughs> but you guys record those all one at one time right on one setting we would do two we would do two recording sessions a week sunday oh, and thursday wow. nights yeah so we would do two on sunday one on thursday wow yeah you guys are so dedicated. it was uh it was a lot i mean yeah. we were doing it quite frankly out of the for fun um yeah. we really didn't make any money on it it was just kind of a fun thing to do and um it you know that's what i think also it kind of endeared i think the podcast to a lot of people because you know, we were there, we were enjoying it, and it was fun to do. And like episodes like the zombie apocalypse, I mean, <laughs> we're laughing along with it. It's so it's so absurd. <laughs> that makes it fun, you know? Yeah, yeah. So. Yeah, you could tell you guys just had a chemistry where yeah, it's just the love listen to it. It's fantastic. And I think was it last year you had Len on the Royal Caribbean I've blog? Had, I've had I've had Len on the Royal Caribbean blog podcast uh two or three times. I think it was last year because we were talking yeah. he definitely was on last year. We were talking about kind of the travel during the pandemic kind of a yeah topic yeah and, and i saw he was on like oh it was so great <laughs> <laughs> love it we've had everybody well i think everyone's been on because annette has obviously been on a lot oh yeah, yeah. um len has been on a couple of times mike scopo was on he did a cruise and hated it but he, did it. <laughs> he was on there uh mike newell wasn't on a recorded podcast in the traditional sense but we would do live shows and he would help me in the background when we would do call-in segments because I needed a oh, second nice. hand for that. So his voice has been heard on the <laughs> real like, airwaves, but not on the podcast. So. so 2016 rolled around and you guys were like, well, I think I'm, an, I'm about done with this. So was it just that you felt uh, – now, I know from listening to you, you know, you, you weren't not too happy with the pricing and things like that with Disney. Is that what kind of just drove you away from the whole thing? Or I also – royalcaribbeanblog.com, that was up and running while – you were doing yep. that. So did you just fall like the, the, the scales kind of tilted more towards Royal Caribbean and away from Disney? And you're like, all right, that's that's it. Yeah, there are a couple of things that were going on. Um, I started Royal Caribbean blog in 2010. So the pot. So oh, wow. Royal Caribbean blog was going for a solid couple of years before yeah. the podcast ended. Um, a couple of things happened for me. Number one, I moved away from Florida yep. and then I realized how expensive it is to go to Disney. <laughs> that was like the first that was the first brick in the wall. Yeah, that was like, I mean, I remember like we moved, we moved to New York and then, you know, I was talking to my wife. We only had one kid at the time. I'm like, let's go to, let's go to Disney. Let's plan a trip. <laughs> and then we were looking at the prices and we're like, Oh my God, who pays this? <laughs> and that was actually really good prices back then. I guess yeah. that was way worse. Um, so that was like, that was starting to like, you know what I mean? That, that started it. And yep. I think also, I mean, we did the podcast for 10 years and yeah. year, the, the year before we ended it, we wanted to end it. And we're like, well, let's try scaling it back. And maybe it's just about time commitment and things like that. But I think the writing was on the wall. You know, Len was doing a lot more with touringplans.com. Uh, Mike Scopa was doing a lot of things with he was doing. And obviously, I was moving in my direction with, with Royal Caribbean Blog. And you're right. The scales were tipping a little bit more. I mean, at the end of the day, my – let me put it this way. Royal Caribbean was fun, and I enjoyed it, and blah, 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 blah. But – I really do feel that Disney has changed so categorically over the last decade plus. Um, the, some of the changes they made, and it's gotten so much worse, in my opinion, since we stopped the podcast. That yeah, um, it just I, I I just I wasn't enjoying it, quite frankly. That was the problem, and it's just you know they it, it's like you know uh, from the Godfather, you broke my heart, and like, <laughs> it just makes it cheek, and that was it, right? Like that was uh, yeah yeah. It's just I I. You know, they lost that love and feeling in my opinion. <laughs> and it's 
it is what it is. But yeah, and then obviously Royal Caribbean kind of started, uh, the blog started taking off. But more importantly, we really started enjoying cruising a lot. It was a lot of fun. Oh, yeah. We went, uh, I went for my first cruise. Oh, boy. When was it? A couple Thanksgivings ago. It was a whole family cruise. It was seven nights, um, a Carnival Pride out of Baltimore. And, you know, I know, you know, that's my first cruise, but I know Carnival isn't, you know, a flat, like isn't one of the upper ones. So I had very low expectations of hopping on a Carnival ship out of Baltimore. <laughs> like, okay, well, this is going to be interesting, but this is going to be pretty, uh, it's not going to be all that great because I had a, Disney cruise booked for the next year for the family. So I was just going with my wife and I and my, my brothers and sisters and my parents. And yeah, it's a whole big thing. And it was, I had the most fun I've ever had. I can remember. I mean, well, especially with my family, right? (laughs) (laughs) But it was just, it was great. And let me tell you something, Carnival, the Carnival Pride ship, those guys were clean. Every time I looked at somebody, they're wiping something down. I mean, yeah, it's an older ship, but those people took pride in their ship and they did a heck of a job cleaning it. And I was so impressed with that ship. I was like, if this is carnival, I can't wait to get on a Disney ship and see how awesome that is. And honestly, eh, Disney was good. I mean, it was, it was really nice. It was a newer ship, obviously. So it's going to look really good. It's going to smell better. And, but, and I think maybe the clientele was a little bit, uh, more hoity toity, I guess. But, uh, all in all, I, I have nothing negative to say about Carnival at all. In fact, I have a cruise in 2022 for the uh, Mardi Gras ship. Oh, I can't wait. That roller coaster. We had yeah. we originally had it booked for like the, like the sixth sailing back when it was supposed to come out, what, 2019? And of course, yeah. that got delayed. And then I had another sailing and that got delayed. And then I was finally like, screw this. I'm just booking any old Carnival cruise because I had the credit. So I booked one for Valentine's Day this year and that got canned. Then I was finally like, you know what, Joanna? Let's go back to Mardi Gras. We're going to book one for 2022. And uh, so we do. So uh, I, I cannot wait to get on that ship. That, that's going to be so much fun. Oh, man. Yeah. You know, it's, it's funny you mentioned because my first couple of cruises were all on Disney. And as much as I love the parks, I really looked forward to cruising. I mean, that was so much fun. And I thought that Disney did a great job with their ships. And I really yeah. enjoyed it. And, you know, it actually, just I haven't really thought about this before. But really, you know, I kind of fell in love with cruising with Disney. But just like the parks, they priced me out of it. And oh. I started saying, like, really? Is it that much yeah. on a cruise? <laughs> and we started going on Royal Caribbean, and they were fundamentally changing the industry, whereas Disney was just doing the same old, same old. And uh, long story short, obviously, we discovered not only do I love cruising, but I really love what Royal Caribbean is doing. And uh, that kind of brought me over there. But, you know, cruising is a really fun experience. If someone hasn't tried it yet, whether it is Carnival or Royal or even Disney, quite frankly, um, it is not what you think it is. I am sure if you've never been, yep. it is, it's, it's the best of the theme parks without the worst aspects of it. It's fun. It's relaxing. It's uh, open-ended. It's not restrictive. And it's, um, it, it's a great family vacation. My goodness. Oh my. And it's so communal too. I mean, it's, you could come with a bunch of people and you can see them for dinner, but you don't have to see them the rest of the day if you don't want to. And you go out yeah. for drinks at night or if you don't have to, you go, you go there's just so, I mean, it's, Yes, you're you're on one ship, but you don't have to see if you don't want to. And you, right. you all get together for dinner, have a great big dinner, and then you go off and do your own thing, you know. And Oh, sure. man, I, I had the greatest time I've ever had on that cruise ship for those seven days. And and one day, it was so, the, the, the sea was so rough that as you're walking, like you're going, you're walking sideways. Like, it was so bad. Everybody, I didn't get sick, but everyone else in my family just got so, so sick. And I, <laughs> I still, I still loved it. It was so good. Oh man. Great, great, great cruise. But 
Yeah. And the Disney cruise, yeah, we did a four day on the, on the, uh, dream with the kids and I had, I have three kids and I'm not sure what the ages were at the time, but I don't know. They're, they like, they did the kids thing for one time and then they basically hung out in the room for the time, look at their phones. I'm like, okay, well I'm not wasting money on you guys anymore for this cruise, <laughs> but I did like the movie theater, the first run movies and the Disney cruise. Sure. That's really cool. I missed the casino a little bit, but honestly, the, the uh, carnival casino, oof, man, the smell of smoke, the stale smoke mm. smell. And the way the ship was designed, you had to walk through it to get to like the one show area. The one, it's like, well, what? what? This is so weird. <laughs> and then they, they'd tell like little kids, like, you can't stay here and watch your dad play roulette. You, you got to keep moving. <laughs> like, well, he has to get through here. Like, okay, whatever. <laughs> so <Yep>. strange. <laughs> But I absolutely love it. But um, so the podcast didn't actually start right away, right? Was there a little bit of a hiatus between the two? Uh, the Royal Caribbean Blog Podcast yes. you're talking about? Yeah. yeah. Um, actually, I didn't start the Royal Caribbean Blog Podcast purposefully um, because there was uh, some good friends of mine who were doing a Royal Caribbean podcast oh. called Crowncast. And um, I felt like a sense of, um, not obligation, but I kind of felt like I didn't want to, you know, I was doing the blog. They, they were very big supporters of the blog. And I certainly didn't want to, Stepping on any toes. And at the time, I mean, I was the, the amount of work I did on the, on the blog back then was significantly less than I'm doing now. So, you know, <laughs> it really wasn't much uh, of um, it was it was, you know, it was just enough for what I was doing anyway. Yeah. But they stopped the podcast. They stopped doing their podcast. And I was like, well, um, OK, well, I guess this is an opportunity to do the podcast. And it was tough because, you know, on WWE Today, I was one of four voices on there, maybe five, you know, yeah. if, depending on what's going on. Um, it's much easier to do a podcast when you have somebody else who can, you can talk to as opposed to talking to yourself for, oh, for sure. 15, 20, 40 minutes. I mean, it's, it's <laughs> much more, it's a different nuance. Not only is it difficult, it's just a different pace, different style. I had to find that my early episodes, I'm sure it sound terrible because I relied far more on, I would write things out a lot more. And obviously I think a lot of times audiences can pick up that you're reading some things, but yeah. I mean, I was as natural as I could be, but it's a different style. So certainly I had to adjust to that but once started doing it you know it became more natural and certainly bringing on guests and friends is always a good way to also make it a little bit easier as i'm sure you're very keenly aware so um <laughs> you know it's it was i didn't start out attempting to do i i I, actually, I stopped not doing it in the beginning but i actually regret it now i think um one of the lessons i learned and you know this there's plenty of podcasts that touch on subjects you touch upon oh, yeah. you're not competing in the sense of like you know, you're like, this is ABC versus NBC and you're trying to get <laughs> ratings. I mean, you're all doing your own style. You're all doing something a little bit different. And even if we, you and I do the same topic, we're going to do a different take on it. It's not going to be like we're uh, coming up next. You know, you've got, um, you know, Tom Selleck and we both have Tom <laughs> Selleck sitting in a chair and it's like, OK, I guess in that situation. But that doesn't happen. That's yeah, not yeah. a thing. So it's um, I, I regret I didn't start it sooner is what I'm trying to say. Yeah. But you don't regret being uh, solo, though. You like the idea of having your own thing. <laughs> uh, I know I don't. Um, it's harder <laughs> in the beginning. Yeah. But it, I, there's there is, there's good there's good and there's bad, right? When I did, when you're among four, you get to split the duties. Well, actually, mostly Mike Newell did all the work and everyone else kind of stayed yeah, by. Yeah. But, <laughs> but I mean, you can just, you, you're able to split that up, which is nice. You yeah. get extra voices. Um, but of course, when you have a, a quorum, then you have to, well, you have to decide on everything together. That's a little bit yep. more difficult. When you're on your own, you get to call the shots for, for better or worse. Um, but I do <laughs> like the way I'm doing it now, and I certainly don't regret it. And I, and I love it, quite frankly. Um, it, and it's 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 so much fun. I mean, and you know this. I mean, it's just a it's a great outlet to be able to talk. And, you know, I will write, you know, three or four blog posts a day. But 
speaking is a completely different dynamic because you can really go into when you type you obviously have to structure your words to not not just literally but like they, they have to make a sense there's a flow to your to an article right yeah um but in a podcast you and i are talking right now and if i wanted to go off on a tangent to tell you how much better connecticut pizza is from anywhere else in the country <laughs> we could do that for the next 15 minutes and it would totally make sense but if i start talking about connecticut pizza in the middle of my blog post <laughs> people would be like i think he's having a stroke while he's writing this so it's for a different sure. dynamic yeah yeah i i you know I, I do this podcast with my sister and my son and yeah there are definitely days when i'm like man this is just too much because you know i'll ask my sister hey uh, let's record an episode, uh, you know, this weekend. She'll be like, well, I'm shopping. I'm like, all right, well, well when you're not shopping, uh, let's record. What, what time would that be? We're like, well, no, I'm shopping. Like, well, no, no. I, yeah, when you're not shopping, like, okay, you're shopping Saturday. Uh, you're not shopping Sunday, right? No, like, no, no, I'm shopping this weekend. <laughs> like, oh, okay. <laughs> like, she's leaving at work Friday spend, yeah. and coming back Monday morning just in time to log in. Like, okay. Or then my son, my son's the worst though. He'll... He'll be like, yeah, okay, yeah, I'll, I'll record Saturday, 1 o'clock, no problem. Now I'll get up Saturday morning, see his car's on the driveway, and ask my wife, uh, where's Ian? Oh, he went down to North Carolina for the weekend. Like, what? <laughs> what are you talking about? <laughs> we had this booked. <laughs> so, yeah, <laughs> It's on the calendar. It's right there. <laughs> I confirmed with him three times during the week. He decided at 1 a.m. just to drive down from Virginia to North Carolina to see his friends. All right. <laughs> you got you to cut his pay. That's the only thing he gets right there. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but you know, I, I went to without him. It's, it's so much yep. fun. <laughs> so such a good time. It's, there's, there's good and bad to everything, but yeah, yeah doing it on your own. And, um, it's, 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 it's very, I enjoy it quite a lot. I mean, I, we, I'm up to 400 episodes and those are all weekly episodes of one a week. And, um, it's, I mean, it, it's, it's, it's a fun way to, to, to just pass the time. And one of the things I did during the pandemic, because there were no cruises going on, you yeah. know, my, my content is very similar to what I was doing. WW today was it's really uh, travel advice, right? Yep. You're going, here's what you should do this and that when there's no cruise ships, I really can't be talking about, <laughs> you know, the best restaurant. Like it's kind of, yeah. not only is it not relevant, it, it's almost tone deaf. Like, yeah. uh, this is for me. no one cares. Matt. <laughs> so we started doing cruise stories, just reminiscing yeah. about past cruises. And that was, it was an idea I had. I thought I'd do for like three episodes and then move on to something else. But it ended up being the bulk of the year and it was a lot of fun. Everyone has different stories. It's like oh, yeah. you were telling the story, story about the on, on Carnival out of Baltimore and your first cruise. And people were sharing stories about their first cruise, about going with, uh, you know, a, a relative who's now passed away and the, oh, yeah. the, thinking about how much that trip meant to them, um, you know, proposing to somebody on there. Like, I mean, it's, you know, vacations are important, obviously, but for a lot of people, individual cruises, trips are such integral parts of their of, of, of who they are right it, it shapes them and it's and, and looking back on it it's it's such a big part of that and i loved hearing those stories i think a lot of people did too especially in this absence of actual tangible cruise advice we had something else to talk about and it was i loved it it, it ended up being a great idea and um i i really enjoyed it and it's nice to be able to now it's nice to be able to talk about real cruises again but um, <laughs> it was uh it was it was a nice thing to do, and um, that's something you can only do on a podcast. You really it does not lend itself to video or written form. Yeah, no, yeah, that yeah, I, I enjoyed it as well. And I guess uh, you having the group cruises really plays into that because uh, with my, I mean, I obviously I have a much smaller audience, but to get people like normal listeners on to talk is like pulling teeth. Like it, it is very hard to get people to come yeah. on. Like 
they'll be like, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. And then like, you're like, okay, well, how about, no, no. <laughs> yeah. It's just like, okay, okay, forget it. But yeah, you, to be able to pull that off for almost a whole year is amazing. It's yeah. Well, there's a lot of stories. I'm, I'm grateful to the audience for having those yeah. stories because you're right. Um, and in a lot of cases, that's the other thing about podcasts. I'm sure you, you, what you just said is, is absolutely true. This is, I think, universal. Most people are looking to consume the podcast passively. They're not yeah. necessarily looking to be your next co-host <laughs> in the sense that they're not looking to always be on there. Um, one of the dynamics I learned early on, and this is back going back to WWE today, was we would do live shows. We would perform in front of people, you know, like on a cruise ship or in yep. Disney World. And we'd be like, all right, we're going to get all this feedback from the audience. They don't, <laughs> they don't want to talk. They want to hear you. It's like, you have to imagine, they're used to listening to you in the car or on their, in the gym, and now you're in front of them. So that's what they want. They want the same thing, but yeah. with you there, not with them <laughs> part of it. It's it's actually very, I'm not complaining. I'm saying it's a very natural thing. Oh, yeah. So um, it's, you're right. It's it, it's kind of, when you mentioned, I was like, I'm not in my head here. I'm like, yep, that's, uh, <laughs> yeah, I know exactly what you're talking about there. But I was lucky with the cruise stories that that was the case, um, that there were a lot of stories out there. And I think it, it kind of snowballed. I think I got lucky. The first couple were excellent. Yeah. And it, I think people started thinking, oh yeah, I've got one I'd like to share as well. <laughs> yeah, for sure. So I'd be remiss not to ask you about your first love, Disney Hollywood Studios. Mm, may, may it rest in peace. Now, Pieces. I actually went on to studiocentral.com and it still lives. Now, it's a time yeah. capsule, but it lives. It lives on. It's still there. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I, I mean, what can I say about it? It was it was the it was a project. I was a sophomore. Yeah, sophomore. I don't think I was a junior in college. And there was um this is before GoDaddy, I think. There was like a cheap domain sale. And I was like, well, I want to buy one. Because at that time, back in my day, yeah, yeah, I I do, domain names were expensive. Like now yeah, you yeah. get it for like five bucks, ten yeah. bucks at the most if you're really going crazy with it. <laughs> but back then it was like you're paying, and as a college kid, this is a lot of money, but you're paying, you know, forty, fifty dollars, even more than that for a domain. Anyway, this is like a really cheap deal. And I'm like, well, what can I what can I do? And I thought to myself, well, I really loved at the time Disney MGM Studios. I was going on a trip then and I was like, well, let me, uh, so I, I and, and lo and behold that back then it was MGM studios.org that I got. Oh, you bought that. <laughs> so that was the domain until obviously the name, the park name changed, yeah. but that was, the, that was the domain I got. Wow. Wow. Yeah. That's amazing. Yeah. Yeah. That, uh, there's cool. a, there's a great article. It's not an article. It's a, so are you, do you remember Usenet news groups? Yeah. Yep. Okay. So if you dig, someone could find it. I'm sure. <laughs> There is a post in the Rec Arts Disney Parks, Rad P, Rec.Arts at Disney Parks. It's Google still has an archive of all this. Um, there's a post in which I'm writing about MGMstudios.org, and there's a post from Len Testa who goes, <laughs> dude, you're going to get sued or something along those lines for using this domain name. I love it. <laughs> and I'm here to say, no, I didn't. Yeah. Nah, oh, so. nah. <laughs> <laughs> So when's the last time you stepped into that park? Have you been there for Galaxy's Edge, Rise of Resistance, Toy Story Land, any of that stuff? Uh, I've been in Toy Story Land. Uh, I went to my, I let my annual pass lapse a number of years ago. So it's probably been three or four years since I've actually been in Hollywood Studios. Um, I've been on, I've been on not Rise, what's the other one? Not Rise of Resistance. The oh, old uh, one. Yeah, get, uh, oh, geez. Uh, the Millennium Falcon ride. Yes, yeah, that one. Yeah. So I've been on that one at Disneyland because we yes. went there. Uh, my sister was getting married, and um, I, I wanted—I actually wanted to take my kids there. That like my hate of Disney is secondary to like it's—it's it's Disneyland. I yeah, mean, yeah, yeah. Come one. On. <laughs> anyway, 
we went there and we rode the ride there. So I've ridden that ride yep. over there, but I've never been to uh, Galaxy's Edge over here. Back the last time I was here, Galaxy's Edge was still all like Streets of America had been demolished and it was just this giant wall. And um, but I've been on I've walked through Toy Story Land. I did one of these like, oh, this is what they did at the place, huh? Kind of like <laughs> old man walking through the old neighborhood. Yeah. And be like, huh. This is, this is what they did to the place. I've never ridden any of the Toy Story Line rides. <laughs> oh, fantastic. Yeah. It, 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 I mean, that park is really filled out now. I mean, once they get their night show back, you know, Fantasmic, that, that's going to be quite the uh, quite the park to be in. But yeah, right now it's crazy. Yeah, it's too much. But I, I just don't understand the whole virtual queue for that ride. I mean, I don't. Oh, my God. I, I don't care. I, I, this is one of many problems I think Disney has. But the idea that you have to wake up at, I don't know what time to get a. <laughs> Virtual is absolutely positively ridiculous, and I re- I would refuse to do that. I don't care. I will wait twenty years and then I'll ride it. I'll uh, Bart Simpson seeing the Itchy and Scratchy movie after he's Chief <laughs> Justice of the Supreme Court with his dad, and they're like seventy five. Like finally, uh, I'm I'm just I I'm not I'm not wasting my time. I refuse to get to those lengths to get it. No ride is worth it in my opinion, and I'll just wait it out. I guess that was the most stress. We went uh, in January twenty twenty one. That was the most stressful day of the four days that we went. We got up for the 7 a.m., missed it, couldn't couldn't connect, couldn't get the, the boarding pass. So we go, the first ride, uh, we get in line for uh, the Mickey Minis Runaway Railway, which is phenomenal, by the way. We get in that line like a half hour before park opening, and it's got a delayed opening, and then they make an announcement, oh, it'll be open five or ten minutes after opening. And then after that, they announced, well, you probably leave this queue because <laughs> we don't know. And then I was like, well, we've already wasted. Like, all, the, all the latecomers are already in the park and filled up all the queues. So, And now we're literally like the second group to get into it. Like, do I cut my losses and try to get into another line, or do I wait here? And then I finally got in, and we rode it, and it was great. Then we went to Tower of Terror. And that had a 90-minute wait, which was a legitimate 90-minute wait. And once we, and it was loop because of the social distancing, it was looping around back to Fantasmic. I mean, I don't know where the heck we were. We finally get into the queue where you can actually see it, and it went down for 15 minutes. I was like, oh my god! Like the first three and a half hours, we rode two rides. It was insane. Yeah. But the what was it, one o'clock or whatever? The second boarding group thing, we were all doing our thumbs, and we got on, and uh, you know, it made up for the whole day. But wow. But then the next day we went to Epcot and we drank around the world and it was much better, <laughs> much more <laughs> easier day, you know, but that day was so stressful. Yeah. I, I, I wouldn't have fun going there. Like, like back in the day when they, every, what Sunday you'd go to the park and you take pictures and put them up. And, and I used to be so jealous. Like, Oh my God, that is like, he's living the life right there. I mean, every Sunday just oh, getting up and no, going you, over taking some pictures. Uh, every, every Sunday from Thanksgiving through, uh, March was yeah, that I was living the life <laughs> year. If this was it, honey, we gotta go to the parks. Let's go now before it becomes surface of the sun. And then it would just be like, we walked around and be like, oh God, it's so hot. All right, here's a photo of this street. Here's a photo. Oh, here's a restaurant. Like it was just, it's called padding the update is what I call it. And it was just, I need to have a certain number of photos. So people don't think I really ran through the park yeah. just to get out of the park, but some are terrible. Dude. I'm so, sorry. It was... It, it, it's it's really nice when you look at the update in air conditioning. Let's just put it that way. <laughs> now, was that a skit or did you really love that? I mean, obviously you bought the domain, right? So yeah. you really did really lo- love that park. Like over the other really? three. Yeah. No, I really did love the park. I yeah. thought the idea, especially when it was still the Disney MGM studios, was fantastic. It yeah. was it was a departure from the traditional what Disney was doing, Magic Kingdom, essentially. And there's nothing wrong with that. I like yeah. Epcot and all that. But um, I thought their approach with especially combining 
the obviously the the movie aspect, the movie production, because back then they were still doing production and things like that. They had the Tower of Terror, which is still the best attraction in Walt Disney World, like just complete package kind of thing. <laughs> like all those, it, it 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 was it had so much for it, and it had it. It was almost like I felt like it had you know um, a connection to the past connection. It was more forward leaning than any other park out there. Yeah, you know, in terms of like if they were going to build something new and exciting, like a rock and roller coaster, it would have to be in the studios. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and, and I loved that old Hollywood vibe. I thought it was so nice. So cool. They had the, uh, citizens of Hollywood, the street atmosphere people there. And I really did love it. No, this wasn't a skill. Like I really, well, really I mean, you got married that, that in the, the, uh, the, the great movie ride. Right. Absolutely. Yeah. I mean, yeah. That's yeah. love right there. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's it was also don't forget you know studios was the product of michael eisner that was really his child yeah because when he came in there he already came in after epcot but that was a project studios was a project that was under him the entire time and i loved michael eisner i thought he was such a great uh friend of the parks being the chief executive of disney is no easy task and then you've got this parks division and he loved it you clearly was i mean towards the end he had some issues obviously but yeah um but in his heyday, man, I mean, he really, he, I, I felt like this, like Disney, oh, I said it again, Disney MGM <laughs> Studios was so uh, on point with where Disney was at that time. And um, obviously they made a lot of changes there and that's just like movie, you know, like a movie a uh, lot, right? You'd one day you're, you're filming Cleopatra and then you move that out of the way and you're filming, I don't know, Ben-Hur or something, right? The next day, like, <laughs> like you got to keep it moving, right? And that's kind of a neat thing about it. And of course it had Star Wars back when there was only one star Wars ride. And that was pretty cool. <laughs> and what Tropic Thunder, right? Hulk Hogan was down. There. <laughs> <laughs> Don't forget the WCW wrestling that was on uh, streets of America. You can go see as well. Oh, wow. I did not see that. Let me ask you back in the day when you moved to New York, you, you alluded like in a post or something that you're doing, you, you made the move because it's something you love. And in my mind, I was like, oh, I think maybe he got a job with like WWE or something. Was it? I did WWE for a while, but that wasn't why I moved to New York. I moved to New York for a completely different. I lost oh. my job in Florida. Oh, okay. And then I was looking for a job. Naturally. So you did work for WWE at some point. I did work for them for about a year. Yep. Ah, okay. So, okay. So, okay. Yeah. I'm trying to think about, unfortunately, I know <laughs> I'm a stalker ish. <laughs> I was like, I think he, am I making that up or did he actually explicitly say that at some point that he's going to work for it or something? I don't know. <laughs> yeah. No, I mean, it's, I'm, I'm, I know I said it. I don't really, uh, okay. <laughs> I don't <laughs> secrets about what I do are not really common. So no, I definitely, that was an amazing job, but like, I mean, I, I had to, it was, it was a lot of fun. Um, it was crazy, but it was a lot of fun. Well, you were in IT, right? That's right. Oh, okay. Yep. Yep. Wow, that's interesting. Yeah, but it was a it was a fun. I mean, there, it, there's no company I'm sure that's like them. I mean, it's just it's incredible. <laughs> yeah. it, it, I think it would be like if during the heyday of my Disney career, if I worked for Disney, I guess, and like, you know, updated the Hollywood Studios website. Like, I think that's kind of like what it would feel like. Yeah. Um, yeah. It was it was very cathartic. Like, I really. Like I geeked out while I was like doing my work. I'm like, oh my God, like the <laughs> boss was triple H. So it was like, that you know, crazy. you see him in the office and, and it was just, if you don't know wrestling, none of this makes any well, sense. Well, I but, know triple H. Yes. yes. Yeah. But you he was, you know, triple you H, would have four meetings and it would be Stephanie and triple H. Sometimes events would come down. And my favorite story was we had this new guy who started and he was from Pakistan. He was a great guy. Very smart. 
and we're doing an update and we're like working through something and there's a photo comes up on the screen of Vince McMahon and he goes, oh, I know that guy. He was in the elevator. I'm like, dude, he owns the company. <laughs> like, you not know. <laughs> <laughs> that is so funny. So do you actually call Triple H Triple H? You call him Hunter or does he have a real name? Like, you know, believe it or not, we never actually talked. So I don't, <laughs> I don't I really, I didn't really get up to his pay grade. I didn't yeah, 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 yeah. Okay. All right. <laughs> <laughs> you and Cactus Jack were in the break room. <laughs> yeah. uh, let's move on to your kids. Cause I know you take your kids cruising and right. if they're anything like my kids, so I, we go, we do, you know, we've been vacationing every year since 2010 and my kids are like, Oh, theme park. Oh, oh my God. We have to go to California and go to Disneyland. Oh, like, Oh, woe is me. Right. Like, give me a break. Right. Uh, I can only imagine at some point, I mean, your kids are still pretty young, right? I think you said they were 10 and six or something. That's right. Yep. Uh, I think only because I think you said that literally in your last podcast episode, <laughs> not that, not that I know that for any other reason, <laughs> but uh, well, you're up to date, <laughs> <laughs> but are, now and they're still kind of young, but uh, do you fear that at some point they're going to be like, Oh dad, come on, please. Anything, but on a cruise ship, like just take me anywhere else but a cruise. I mean, we'll go to Ikea at this point, get some Swedish meatballs, and that'll be much better than a cruise ship. You know, well, listen, they're still before the teenage years, so obviously yes. that's like, I mean, they still like you. <laughs> Who knows what'll happen there? <laughs> but it, I will, the, my my oldest had a had a uh, coming to Jesus moment about that the other day. She was like, <laughs> you're talking about to my, my mother-in-law about something about travel and like how she, maybe she wanted to do something else. I don't remember what the context was, but uh, my mother-in-law told her, I was like, well, you know, when you get older, like, and you get to like your, not teens, like you get out at like your past 18, right? Let's call it yeah. college years or whatever. Yep. If you want a free vacation, you'll be going with your dad on a cruise because that he'll take <laughs> you on that one, but he's probably not going to pay for you to go to wherever that was. Yeah. And she was like, is it true? I'm like, well, that one is the right off, honey. One is not a right off. So yeah, that's correct. Uh, speaking of other parks though, do you, do you visit, I mean, I don't know where you are in Florida, but do you visit Orlando and like SeaWorld or, uh, Busch Gardens, Tampa or Universal Studios or any other uh, theme parks in the area? No, um, no, um, I've been to those parks, but I've, I have not been to any of those parks any more recently than Disney. Um, I mean, the pricing is just nuts on that, but I don't love it. I remember going we did. I've been to SeaWorld and been to Universal, and both times I've been there, and this was like in the last you know decade or two, right? So I've been yeah. to like Harry Potter Land as an example. Yeah, yeah. Um, and I certainly enjoyed my time there. I wasn't like, oh god, this is terrible. <laughs> but um, I remember leaving the parks and being like, well, that was nice, but I really don't have to come back again for like, I don't know, like yeah. a couple of years. You know what I mean? Whereas Disney, I remember going on Disney World trips, man, and like even as an adult, I was like, oh, I don't want to leave. Like I want to come. <laughs> I, I want to do this again. Like I, I, that was like I remember that feeling and. I, I never had that kind of feeling with the other park. So, uh, no, but we do, I mean, in, in true Floridian fashion, the same way that New Yorkers don't go to the Statue of Liberty every weekend. Um, <laughs> you know, we, uh, you know, we, we do other things around here. I mean, my wife and kids still go to the parks. They were just there actually, uh, this over the weekend. So they had a really nice time there and enjoy it. But, um, I just, I, I, yeah, I vote with my wallet. Let's put it that way. And I yeah. just don't like the direction they're going in. So I just don't have any desire to do that. Um, that being said, like I said, I went to Disneyland. I actually liked it. We're tentatively uh, booked on a cruise out of L.A. and oh. uh, for the winter, and we might go to Disneyland again for that because, uh, well, that's also an easy way to convince my wife that, yes, we should book this cruise. <laughs> and then um, we had a cruise in 2020 that we were going to go out of Europe, and we are going to go to Disneyland Paris. I've never been oh, there. Oh, yeah. Um, but obviously COVID happens. So that never yeah, happens. Yeah. So. <laughs> 
that is what it is. But um, but I still like. I mean, I, I would like to. I I think other parks will have an, an intrigue to me because, of course, they're just different. But Walt Disney World is just like I don't know. They've they've, they've done so many changes to that park. Number one, it's it's a shell of its former self. It's no longer the park that I grew up in and fell in love with. But more importantly than that, I don't mind change. Change is inevitable. It happens with everything. But the policies are clearly aimed at getting rid of repeat customers. They want one one and done people who will drop like, I don't know, $30,000 on the trip or yeah. whatever the money is, right? And yeah. that's their goal. They want to get rid of annual pass holders. And they don't. And they keep making little dumb little changes like charging for parking. And yeah, so that's why I don't go back to the parks. You're, you weren't a theme or a amusement park slash theme park fan and found Disney. You found Disney and basically that's how you came about. Correct. Gotcha. Yep. I gotcha. Got so what do you guys do outside of cruising then for vacations? Well, during COVID, we did nothing. Like everybody. I think our favorite thing to do other than that is really just, we like doing staycations or a little like trips, like vacation homes. Those are a lot of fun yeah. because um it's it allows us to again do kind of like our own thing but still be together like the kids might want to you know we like getting a house that has a pool so that we don't have a pool at home so the kids can go swimming whenever they want to um i can obviously do my work uh you know we can go out to restaurants and do things like that we just went um during uh we went twice this year um skiing i haven't been skiing since i was in high school and my kids had never been i took my oldest and she loved it and it was a lot of fun and we went to North Carolina, they have mountains in North Carolina. I did not know that. So we drove there. And this was obviously COVID-based. Otherwise, I probably would have flown to Vermont or something. Yeah. But it ended up being a great trip. Like, my wife hates the cold. So she stood in the in the chalet and enjoyed the, <laughs> the fireplace while my my daughter and I went skiing. And um, that, those kind of little small little trips are, are, are nice as well. So that's kind of what we've been doing on the side. And that's kind of what we do to pass the time in just a little – Stay, be, living in Florida, it's really nice because we have so many options for those kind of staycations. Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, we went, I went skiing. So uh, during college, right out of high school, I used to work at a ski resort. <clears throat> so every Friday, I would go up and ski all day because I get free skiing. So I would yeah. just ski all day. So I loved it. I mean, I just, then then I, like, I turned 24, I got a job, and I just stopped skiing. Yep. And now I'm mid-40s. I haven't skied since. I was like 24. And like last year or two years ago, like uh, my my wife's like let's go skiing again take the kids i'm like okay but this isn't going to end well but i I swear after a couple hours it was as if i i I just had gone like i was going down the slopes and i was just i mean i i picked it right back up like i could not believe how much i picked it right back up because i know back in the day i I don't know i had no fear like i'd be jumping and doing all the stuff but now i'm very frightful like i get on steps i I go oh i've got to be careful so yeah me on skis and and then snow i pick oh my god i'm gonna die but yeah yeah, no it i picked it right back i could not believe how easily i picked that back up it was amazing i went for sure i was gonna break something on there but (laughs) no i think it's like riding a bike it really is you just know really is what to do the thing that you're right when i remember going down i remember going down the mountain as a kid and just ski tips facing forward like <laughs> i would try to go as fast as i can yes and now i'm like oh man <laughs> this is this is too much i gotta slow down here and it's like you know i'm i'm I, me and my daughter's like going like you know way past me but um but it, it's it's still fun but man it's hell on the knees i gotta tell you yeah, that no, no, I, for sure, I for get sure. Brace or something because that was like towards the end i just couldn't do it anymore but uh, yeah it, it was a lot of fun and it's it's it that's what i love that's what also what uh, we loved about disney as well is you know you get to share the things that I loved as a kid with my kids and yeah. indoctrinating them. And the other day, my oldest asked, can we, when can we go back skiing? I'm like, well, probably not right now, but later <laughs> on in the winter, we can <laughs> probably go again. 
Well, I go to that uh, new mall in New Jersey. They have indoor skiing. Uh, I, I watched a video the other day. It's like just so little. It's like, oh my God. Like you go up and you, you ski for like 30 yeah, seconds at the bottom. Like, oh God, no. <laughs> but that mall yep. is amazing. Cause it has that, has a water park and a theme park all in one mall. Are you kidding me? What a great day. <laughs> Expensive as heck, I'm sure to get into each one of those places, but my oh, Lord. Sure. Yeah, of course. <laughs> all right. Then I guess, um, I guess my last question before we get into my question would be, you said you did Disney cruises. Do you uh, secretly, you know, go off <laughs> and do uh, other cruises, uh, you know, outside of World Caribbean? Do you have any desire, like like the Mardi Gras or uh, any new ships, like mega ships that are coming out through different fleets? Do you, do you ever wish that you would want to do that? I mean, I guess you could. I mean, there's nothing stopping you. <laughs> but, I mean, do right. you do that or... Well, just, initially what stopped me was time. Um, yeah. I would, I only had so much vacation time. And so I would obviously only go on Royal Caribbean cruises. Yeah. The last uh, cruise I went on that wasn't Royal Caribbean was Norwegian cruise line. I went in 2012. I was living in New York. Oh. There was an NCL ship and my parents were paying. So I really hey. couldn't that down. <laughs> and uh, so we went on that. Um, but now that I'm doing Royal Caribbean blog full time, I think it would, there would be certainly a time and a place. And I think it would make sense to try a different line, especially for, just for comparison standpoint, yeah. because, the industry is really competitive. There's a lot happening. And um, no matter how much of a Royal Caribbean fanboy that I am, you have to understand that there are other other companies that are doing things and in some cases better. And it's it's good to see what they're doing to give you also context for what Royal Caribbean is or is not doing and then be able to compare that. So that that's a really fancy way of me saying, yeah, I'd like to go on vacation more yeah. often. But, uh, and but you there can is justify actually it. A, 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 as I call it, a scientific approach to it. <laughs> I would like to, especially Celebrity. Obviously, that's a Royal Caribbean sister brand. Yeah. And they're more similar than they're not. And some of the things they're doing now are really exciting. So, uh, yeah, absolutely. I, I would definitely, I would welcome it. I don't have any plans to go on other lines at this time. But obviously, with everything that happened in, with the pandemic, I mean, everything's, you know, kind of in a in a loop right now. But I'm hoping that uh, going forward, I'll have more opportunities to maybe try to branch out there and, and just try other things, see what they're doing. Yeah. And speaking of, I mean, like you're within like two weeks, right? You're getting ready to fly out and go. So two weeks from Saturday, yeah, that's right. Oh man, I bet you you're just shaking to go. <laughs> it's it, it's surreal. I mean, it really part of it is like you want to pinch yourself, like is this a dream? Like is it actually happening? And the other part of it is like you're almost afraid. It's like you know when you're driving and you're making really good time on the highway to on this like multi-state trip. What <laughs> you don't talk about that fact. You don't say it out no, loud. No, yeah, no, no, no. If you say the T word, there's no traffic. <laughs> what happened? Boom. There's traffic. Oh yeah, for sure. Uh, so I feel like that's kind of the way with the, with the cruises as well. Like if I, you're just like paranoid that they're going to pull the rug out from under us, you know? Exactly. You know? Exactly. So you need a COVID test, right? Negative COVID test. Uh, no, actually they changed the rules on that because I'm fully vaccinated. The Bahamas doesn't need it anymore. Oh. And because I'm fully vaccinated, the I, Royal hasn't announced their full protocols yet, but it doesn't, at the most I'll get is an antigen test to get on board the ship. Okay. So um, it's actually going to be a lot easier than I thought it was going to be. No, no, not too bad. We're going to Hawaii at the end of June and Hawaii is still like, you got to get negative test. Doesn't matter. So yep. now we're trying to go, Oh my Lord, how do we do this? You get three days and uh, it's a little bit of uh, a cluster. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but here's the situation that I'm in. Uh, I, I don't know, a couple two years ago, I guess, cause of COVID, everything got pushed back. I, I called Hilton for a hotel reservation I was doing. And at the end of the call, she's like, Hey, do you want to, you know, talk to our vacation specialist or something? And it was literally right before I was about to go on vacation. So I was like, yeah, why not? <laughs> I'm sitting here having a good time. So, uh, basically their vacation club, uh, they were like, all right, well, if you pay like 500 bucks, 
we'll give you like eight nights in, all, in one of these locations. You do the, the, you know, the timeshare thing and you get a free Royal Caribbean cruise. And I wasn't listening till the free Royal Caribbean cruise because I love cruising and any reason I can get onto a cruise ship, I'm in. I'm like, oh, well, that's very interesting. So then I was on the phone with her for like nine hours because I kept asking her about what the free cruise involved because I knew it wasn't going to include gratuities, port fees, all this stuff. She had no answers to any of those questions. I guess no one else ever asked her anything about what the logistics of this cruise, this free cruise is. And uh, so finally, I was like, you know what? For the podcast, it'd be really good to do the timeshare thing because that'd be fun. And then I get a cruise. It's a win-win, really. Now, again, my wife probably doesn't think so. <laughs> but... <Yeah. laughs> I, I, I enjoy those things uh, just because, you know, all their selling techniques and I like just sitting there and watching them do it and see how good they are. And, you know, it's like, oh, okay, well, this guy's pretty good, but this lady stinks, but whatever. Yeah. So essentially the in and out of the cruise is that I get um, a, let's see, it entitles you to a cruise for two aboard a Royal Caribbean international cruise ship. So I'm not sure if that encompasses other cruise lines like inside. No, no. just Royal Caribbean. Okay. Royal Caribbean. Uh, on a three or four night itinerary to the Bahamas or Caribbean and in an interior stateroom, or okay. you can receive a $529 credit on any other Royal Caribbean cruise. Wait, how much? 529. Okay. So, and that's another thing I was like, wow, I, this is almost paying for itself, right? I mean, I, I'm only paid under, I paid under 500 and I'm getting this possible credit. And yeah, I have to sit, like I said, I have to sit through the thing and I get the, you know, I was like, this, <laughs> I was okay with it. <laughs> So I don't really know. Um, so I was looking at some prices now and the three or four night cruises out of, uh, they're all going to have to be out of Florida, obviously, if they're from, uh, up, if they're selling Bahamas, they're going to be out of uh, Florida, probably Miami or yep. Port Canaveral. Probably yep, usually get three or four nighters. I mean, you could go to like Galveston and pick one up there. They do sometimes four nighters once in a blue moon. So okay. yeah, you're right. You could, it's mostly Florida. Yeah. And, the Bahamas, like I said, both of my crews were, were Eastern, I guess, uh, Bahamas. It was the Freeport and the Nassau and, you know, that, that, that area. Now, luckily the, um, Mardi Gras cruise I have coming up, it's Western. So it has the Cozumel and that stuff. So it's a completely different itinerary. So thank goodness for that. So I have no interest in going back to those areas. Like the, I don't want to like Freeport, forget about it. I, I don't care if I ever step back on that port again. And Nassau, it's fine, but yeah, I, I've been there twice. I, I'm good. Sure. Uh, so I was thinking, well, maybe I want to do something different. Another cruise, like uh, I went to uh, Bermuda for my honeymoon. So like they have cruises out of New York. In fact, they even announced uh, Norfolk. I think that's a different cruise line. I think that's Carnival, actually. That's Carnival, yep. yeah. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so there's other cruises that do like five days, right? They, they can go over, you're over in Bermuda for two days, and you come back. Yep. That would be an interesting one. Uh, going up, like, the uh, New England area and doing those stuff, that would be an interesting cruise as well. Uh, Alaska is probably a little step too far to go quite yet, but uh, that would be an interesting one. But I, I don't want to drive or fly the way over there and do that. So I was, like I said, I was looking at the prices and it, for interior, I mean, I guess these, these are they're, right now, I don't know if it's because of demand, but it does seem like for the most part, the 529, it's going to be balanced. Like it's going to be pretty balanced. It's going to, it's going to come out to that for the most part. It looks like it, like the two, the two-person interior uh, for the prices that I saw it is going to be pretty comparable to what I'm going to get. Like, I'm not going to leave money on the table if I take one of those. Yeah. Well, first of all, I how do I say this in the nicest way possible? Don't ever do this again. <laughs> um, the, the fact you paid $500 is ridiculous. Um, 
I would say if there's any way to get your money back or if the 529 <laughs> credit is truly a taking and go credit as opposed to like, I'm sure it's not. I'm sure you have to book through them anyway. And it's just you have to book through them. Yeah. Yeah, of course. So you're, you're yeah. OK, um, <laughs> don't ever do this again. Um, timeshares, vacation clubs. Yeah. They don't work. There's they don't save you any money. No. And they're only going to make your life worse. So oh, yeah, yeah. That, I'm putting that for the audience. But we're, we're past that. Point. <laughs> you're really in. You've already paid 500. Yes. Now you're entitled to theoretically an extra 529, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I mean, I would try at this point is what my advice is. I would try to get in and not pay a penny more on this. And the best way to do that would be to do a cruise out of Port Canaveral, Miami, one of those two ports, yep. uh, a three or four night cruise. Okay. Um, you can't you can find cruises that are cheap enough that you could probably skate by under that 529 rate. Um, and you'll probably be OK, because then at that point, you're really paying you paid five hundred dollars for the cruise, which is actually not a terrible price in the grand scheme of things. Obviously, uh, it depends on what time of year you go. If you're yeah. willing to go in January or September or October, you will find excellent rates and yeah. cutthroat rates, and you'll find you'll easily get another threshold. But if you're looking to do Christmas, good luck, bro. Like that's gonna be like uh, <laughs> that's that's going to be a, a bridge too far, I think, in, in, in that regard. But I would look at that. I mean, yes, you could take the credit. And then apply it towards something else. My concern is just again whom you're going through, uh, and uh, you're the, the. It's just the 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 place you're going is a bridge riddled with fallen bodies of other people who thought they could also. Go. I just <laughs> I'm trying to make this like my my thought process on this is not about the cruise itself. It's about how can you get this cruise <laughs> with, with and get your life like take your life with you like you'll be it with the least amount of damage. <laughs> I feel like if you can work within the confines of the rules that yeah. would be probably your best approach um and so i would think of uh like a, a mariner of the seas or a navi well navigators not out of la now so like a freedom of the seas out of miami like one of those three or four night cruises goes perfect day coco key uh, which yes. you will love yep. um it's amazing um i would that and when you get to nassau stay on the ship and yeah sleep in and then do some fun stuff around the ship that's a it's one of the things a lot of people who are who go on cruises don't realize like a lot of people stay on the ship in port. You don't have to get off the ship. And yeah. in a lot of cases, it's great because you get to have enjoy more of the ship, what it has to offer on board. And there, the water slides are open. The pools are open. The flow riders open. So there'll be plenty for you to do on there. You won't be bored. Um, so you can at least do that. Um, and, and, and that would be amazing. I think that would be what you want to aim for. So I'm thinking three or four nighter that goes, per make sure it goes perfect day anywhere yeah. else. Oh, yeah, is almost yeah. secondary. And then, uh, yeah, just try to not to spend another penny. <laughs> Because it's just you're you're playing with you've already played you're not you've you've been playing with fire and now you're just trying not to you're trying to put out the stop put out the burns. So what you're saying though is this the 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 phone number I have to call to book it that those pricing that pricing may not be equivalent to if I go online and try to book it through another whatever some whatever cruise site. It could be or it might not be. It's hard to say. Um, because I don't mind it, spending it, more. I just. I don't want like like I don't want to get like I, yeah I don't want to call them and say oh well yeah you get five twenty nine but this price is fifteen hundred but if I you know I look online it's ten you know, it's a thousand right they're they're beefing it up to give me the credit oh sure well I mean I would number one I would definitely look at what they're offering online I mean there's nothing wrong with it. there's a lot of promotions that are out there I would hope that they would also I mean it's in their best interest to give you the lowest possible price right yeah because um. You're right. I mean, if, if, if for some reason you were looking at, you know, a three good night cruise and on their website, it's like a thousand dollars on a real Caribbean.com. Assuming you're looking at the same thing and you're including all the costs, you know, it was yeah. like $500 as an example, right? Something egregious like that. Yeah. 
and I would just walk away from your five hundred dollars and be like, "Well, <laughs> honey, we." It really wasn't worth it. It was fine. Like <laughs> peace of mind is worth something to me. Um, I don't uh, call me crazy, naive. I don't think they're gonna go. I don't think they're gonna they're gonna rip you off quite that badly. They'll find a way. Don't worry. <laughs> they're not gonna go that way. I think they're gonna go in a different direction. Um, but you should definitely do your homework. I mean, look at prices yeah, yeah, price, and sure. then ask them if you see. Hey, I saw that this particular cruise is two hundred dollars cheaper on RoyalCaribbean.com. Yeah. Know, why is that? They might say a lot of times. You know, port, port fees, taxes, insurance, gratuities. Those are things that. You might actually want or need yep. um, that are not usually including cruisers. So there, there's a little bit of a game in there, but you're right. Sometimes there are like, if they're saying, well, sir, we have uh, our prices that are specially reserved just for you. <laughs> and, uh, <laughs> that's all they're involved in. But I don't want to, I like, I'm obviously biased against them to begin with. So I'm trying to be as strict <laughs> as I can be. <laughs> well, that's hilarious. <laughs> um, okay, so I guess the class of ship would be my my last question. Uh, like I've never done Royal Caribbean. Um, I, I have family who has, and you know they they've seen the the uh, the park, I guess. And that that sounds very interesting. I, I yeah, I, I'm afraid if I take one of these three or four nights out of like Miami, it's going to be like a, a smaller ship, like when they're older ones that don't have like it's it'd be no different than me taking like say any carnival ship I, i'd like something a ship that was uniquely royal caribbean to get the yeah. the taste of royal caribbean you know what i mean well, yeah um you're right uh royal's really up their game in that if we were talking this conversation like 10 years ago you would have been on a real like <laughs> um, <laughs> but it's not quite like that they've really upped their game they've they've seen really where the market is and a lot of people who do these short cruises you know they can't you can't just dump them on the old ship in the fleet um, Mariner of the Seas is fantastic. It's a Voyager class ship, but they refurbished it recently and it's absolutely phenomenal. Freedom of the Seas just got was the last ship to get refurbished right before COVID. And they have amazing upgrades, and you'll like that quite a bit. I mean, the park you're talking about is on the Oasis class, and those are phenomenal. Those are also seven night cruises. And again, I'm oh, trying, gotcha. I would say book that seven night cruise, not through where you book <laughs> from here. Do it the more traditional way. Get that cruise. That's a great one to do. Yeah. Um, but this one. Uh, you're not going on a dumpster if that's what you're asking, because uh, if you go on a Mariner, a Voyager, all the Voyager classes have been updated to some degree. Um, Freedom has been updated. Independence of the Seas, those are all Freedom class ships, have been updated as well. And those are big ships. I mean, they're still we're still talking about uh, Voyager classes right around, you know, 3000 passengers, a little over uh, Freedom class ships are right around 4000 passengers. And, you know, you've got it, it, it's it's a it's a big ship. So you're not going on. You know, these are big, much bigger than any Disney ships that are out there. Yeah. Um, they're, uh, they got plenty to do on board. I mean, the Mariner of the Seas, you've got the sky pad, you've got the flow rider, you've got water slides, you've got uh, escape room on there. You've got oh. laser tag, ice skating, uh, the Royal promenade is on there. So there's plenty to do. You're not gonna be bored or anything. I know, I know exactly what you're asking. And again, 10 years ago, we were talking <laughs> about enchantment of the seas. I've been like, eh, you might want <laughs> to talk about this some more, but no, no, for this one, this is fine. But what I'm trying to do, if, if this were, because of the scenario you are in, I want you to get out of it as fast as possible. <laughs> do your time in prison, and when you get out, we'll talk about the big ship. Then you can go do the big ship. <laughs> oh, that is so great. <laughs> All right, Matt. Well, I think I've held you long enough. I thank you so much. Oh, man, it, it truly has been a blast. Uh, like I said, I, I've been uh, listening to you for years, and yeah, there was a little bit uh, between, uh, you know, 2016 and when I got back to cruising, then I found you again, and I'm just, I'm loving it. I absolutely love it. So everyone, please go out to royalcaribbeanblog.com, listen to the Royal Caribbean Blog podcast, and let me tell you something, if you want to see a man work, 
watch him on the Royal Caribbean blog YouTube channel on Monday nights at 730. I couldn't believe it. I watched this past Monday and I, my mind was, I, my head was blown. I, do you, you must have someone back, back in the back area, like getting all your questions and stuff. Cause the stuff was happening and like, wow, wow, I couldn't follow. And I'm not talking like you're talking, you're saying, Hey, thanks for joining. Hey, thanks for this. And you're answering questions. And I, I, I was like, holy cow. And you did that for an hour. I was like, oh my God, this guy is good. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's just me, but it's a lot of fun. I really, that that's, that's, I love the live broadcast. Something I, that's a, that's a carryover from WWC today. So we used to do the live shows and that was oh, the best part of that. So that was no, yeah. I love the, the YouTube lives and um, it's, it's a lot of fun and it's a good community, <laughs> good people. And we have a nice time with it. Now, do you do a separate uh, Facebook live or yep. is that just part of it? We do uh, Monday YouTube, Tuesday Facebook, Wednesday Twitter. Holy mackerel! So the Facebook is video as well. Yep, same same basic concept. Okay, but the the Twitter is just short answers. <laughs> no, Twitter is Twitter's live. Twitter has live what? video, just like Facebook and YouTube. Twitter yeah. has video. Yeah, Twitter live, baby. What's it's it like TikTok, really where it's like thirty seconds long? <laughs> <laughs> no, no, you go on for a while. Wow. Holy! Oh, right, you know what? I'm gonna have to. Wow, man, you are busy. <laughs> Got to keep around here. <laughs> well, once again, Matt, thank you so much. I, I, I so much greatly appreciate it. And I will heed your advice. And uh, I will try to get out of this unscathed, but <laughs> it's too late. Too little, too late. I'm going down with the ship, as they say. <laughs> but thank you so much. Take care. <laughs> thank you very much, buddy. All right. That one, Matt. That was Matt Hotsberg from the Royal Caribbean Blog podcast, YouTube channel, Twitter uh, Facebook, all that stuff. So go check him out, man. Great stuff. Joanna, what do you think of the interview? Uh, that was so awesome. Oh, and, and it just hurt because you were so close. Right, I mean, within five minutes of <laughs> this interview starting, I was, I had my stuff all plugged in. I was all ready yeah. to go. And we had a problem at work. Yep. So, Joanna, <laughs> See you're working tonight. Yeah. No, luckily I'm, at my home office, which <laughs> meant I was at work and ready to continue. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. We, we, yeah, we, we had it set up and I was like, all right, well, I'll get her on first and we'll make sure we'll test everything, make sure everything's recording. Right. That way when Matt comes on, you know, we won't have to play around. We'll just get right in. Plus, like we mentioned in the podcast, it's a nice security blanket to have a backup, you know, have someone to help you out. So that way, you know, especially with Matt, you know, I'm a, you know, I'm a fanboy. So in case Tom got starstruck. And yeah, 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 like, uh, uh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Tell me more, Matt. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and then at yeah, the last, literally that's at the last minute, you're like, yeah, I'm not gonna be able to come on. Like, oh man, this is, this is rough. That's <laughs> <laughs> awful. Well, yeah, my night was worse though, if it makes you feel better. <laughs> well, my night was not bad at all. Never. I had a blast. That was such a fun interview. Oh man. Literally, I could have him on every episode and it'd just be so much fun. <laughs> so much fun. <laughs> He's such a laid back, uh, easygoing guy. And I love the fact that at the end, He's basically just scorning me for, uh, you know, getting out free. Oh my, you know, I, I spent, and this is, this is the part that burn, burns me a little bit, right? So I'm grinding my gears, as they should say. I've been making fun of you for this for um, how long? And you're just like, no, no, Joanna, no, no. You're, you're all off. I got this. And the very second Matt says, oh no. You're like, oh, what should I do? Oh, no, 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 no. I understand, yeah, doing these things, you know, it's probably not good for your health, but I enjoy doing them. So, yeah, 
<laughs> I get it, but uh, yeah, it's it's, it's so much fun. So, <laughs> I had such a blast. Like, are you kidding me? <laughs> <laughs> like I said, uh, during the interview, go check him out. Uh, you know his mm-hmm. YouTube, and I didn't even realize Twitter you could do video. He does, uh, yeah, he's a busy man. He's got YouTube he's on Monday. And he is so slick because uh, you yeah. watch his live stream, oh, and like man. he said. There was no one there with him. <laughs> I don't know how he's managing all that himself nah, yeah. while continuing to speak coherent sentences. Yes. Yeah, that, that's the thing. Like, if you're just sitting there not talking and just watching it, then that's one thing. But yeah, he's, like, talking in the middle of, a, of answering a question. I'm like, hey, Vacation Your Podcast, thanks for joining. No, no, no. <laughs> just keep on going, like, without, without hesitation. Yeah. Like, oh, my Lord, man. How do you do that? Oh, it's so good. It's very good. Years of practice. <laughs> <laughs> And in in Tom shopping for advice on how to go solo with this thing. (laughs) Yeah, I'm thinking about dropping my co-host. I must instruct you about shopping. (laughs) Yeah, I'm dropping my co-host. I don't think you remember that weekend quite correctly. Ah, Or or you certainly don't understand how shopping works. (laughs) Because you think when we go shopping that... (laughs) <laughs> we're running to the store. We're getting four things on the list. We're getting some noodles. <laughs> yeah, we got some sauce. I got a garlic bread and the and and Pepsi. That's the way and I shop. Right for the express line. That's not shopping. <laughs> <laughs> no, no. You go to every store in the mall. Then you circle back around after you go to those stores. <laughs> then you yes. check online and you price check that against the store in-store price. <laughs> yeah, you try on some things and then you go to lunch. You have a nice lunch. Then you come back out and you then you, you know, do, do stuff. Then you go to dinner <laughs> and you come back. Well, well we only do one meal out but oh. you know then you just, if you get hungry again just go to starbucks oh of course yeah yeah, yeah. well you need that energy you know energy boosting in a day to put to yeah push i'm through. gonna be walking all day i need the 480 <laughs> calorie coffee of course of course yeah <laughs> Oh man. Yeah. So, so much fun. So yeah. Once again, Matt, thank you so much. I greatly appreciate it. Uh, hopefully at some point we can have him on. It'd be kind of cool to have him on talking about something he normally wouldn't talk about on his own podcast. Like not a cruise, like, like he doesn't really mm-hmm. do much other vacation stuff, but just something just random. I mean, I have so many more questions I didn't want to bog down on. <laughs> There's so many follow-up things, uh, that I just, uh, I thought, well, I got to keep it somewhat brief. <laughs> yep. uh, I think that's all. Do you have any uh, questions about the interview or anything uh, to comment about it? Uh, was there anything surprising? You know what? You know what the most surprising thing was as we were talking. He, you know, he talked a lot about the Disney stuff, and things like came back to me as we were talking, like things that I forgot about then I remembered, like him having his wedding at the Great Movie Ride, and mm-hmm. uh, you know, then he was talking about something and. You know, he did the, his Hulk Hogan, you know, brother. And I remembered, oh, wait a second. Yeah, he didn't. Wasn't there something to do with, like, he went to work with WWE or something? Like, there, as we were talking, like, things, like, that were going on, like, that I kind of remembered came back to me. And then I could ask him in the spare of the moment, like, oh, yeah, by the way, blah, blah, blah. Yeah, just little things like that, that, you know, he's, you know, when, you, when he's talking, when he's not talking about that stuff, you, you kind of forget about it. But then it comes back to you, like, oh, yeah, yeah. So, no. Yeah, you know, the surprising thing was he's so easy and laid back and just so much he's so easy to talk to you know he's just mm-hmm. makes the whole thing easy so yeah it's it's great it was fantastic absolutely great <laughs> and i i sent in an email uh with the same question so he could answer it on his uh podcast too so if you want to hear him uh probably braid me about <laughs> 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 yeah, oh my god 
definitely uh, check out <laughs> uh, probably next week or the week after one of those upcoming episodes, realcaribbeanblog.com uh, podcast. Uh, and you'll, you'll be able to hear it. Oh, so good. I think that's it for this one then. Um, like I said, so we're recording this Monday, uh, May 31st. Happy Memorial Day. And we just got back from our Myrtle Beach trip. So we have that episode to come out. This week coming up, like in two days, I'm <laughs> driving out to the uh, Kentucky and Indiana and Ohio to do that, that trip. So we have a lot of stuff coming down the pike. Also, I did record some YouTube stuff. Well, I didn't. I did very little re YouTube recording for, for Myrtle Beach, and I'll explain that during the podcast that we talk about that. But I did record uh, stuff to do an episode or do a video for the Funplex <laughs> with that coaster. So... Uh, keep an eye out for that. That should be coming uh, this week. So, But I think that is all for this one. So I think that'll bring this episode to a close. So thanks for Joanna for joining me. And until we stream again, go out and subscribe and like and listen to the Royal Caribbean blog and keep making memories. And have a Six Flags Day. Thanks for listening to the Vacationers, Theme Parks, and More podcast. The show can be found on iTunes, Stitcher, and Google Play. Please subscribe and give us a review if you like the show. Visit our website at www.vacationerspodcast.com. For additional content, subscribe on YouTube and Twitter at Vacationers Podcast. Please like our Facebook page, Vacationers Theme Parks and More Podcast. Send questions, comments, or if you'd like to be on a future episode to discuss planning or reviewing of a vacation, please email the show at vacationerspodcast at gmail.com. This has been a Vacationers Theme Parks and More production.